One of the things I always think about as I reflect on the transfiguration of Jesus, this account of Jesus going up the mountain, and there he shows his glory to the three apostles that are with him, that they hear the voice of God the Father. One of the things I always think about is really the friendships that Jesus had in his life. So did Jesus have friends? I think the answer is yes, he did. In fact, at one point in the gospel, as he's with the 12 apostles whom he called, he said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. And so he looked at the 12, this large group of his followers, those he called as his friends. But then today in our gospel, not all the 12 go up this mountain. He chooses three of them, Peter, James, and John. I'd like to think that in our friendships, let's say we have 12 friends, and maybe out of those friends there are certain people that we would choose to share a certain experience with, and that's what happens today for Jesus, that he takes Peter, the head of the apostles, the one who says, you are the Messiah, you are the Son of God, and then he takes James and John, some of his earliest followers, and he shows this glory of God as his clothes become dazzling white on this mountain. It's an experience that he chooses to share with only a few of his friends. Not only did Jesus have these apostles, and especially these three as his friends, but in his public ministry, we see some friendships of Jesus as well. He goes to the home of Martha and Mary, for example, in Bethany. He goes there because he has a friendship with them. And then when their brother Lazarus dies, he goes there to console them, and then he raises Lazarus from the dead. Jesus did this because he was friends with them. He went to their house often, I would think. Not only does Jesus have these earthly friends and the people that he surrounds himself with, but he also has a godly friendship. Jesus is the second person of the Trinity, but we also see that he has this friendship with the Father. The Father is the one to whom he prays when he goes off to the deserted place, when he spends quiet time alone, he talks with his Father in heaven. And then in our gospel today, the Father's voice is heard. He says, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So there's this godly friendship that takes place in our gospel. And then thirdly, there's kind of this eternal friendship. I don't think that we could call it a heavenly friendship because the gates of heaven have not yet been opened at this point by his death. And so Moses and Elijah, those who have preceded Jesus, well, they're in a place of waiting. They're waiting for the gates of heaven to be opened. They're waiting for the promised land. And Moses and Elijah, though, deceased, they come to Jesus, and there's this eternal friendship then 
That Jesus who knows who they are because he's God, but Jesus who also knows them because he learned the Torah from his family or from the local synagogue, knows Moses and Elijah. And this friendship, this eternal friendship, they're dialoguing back and forth, the law and the prophets, Jesus being prepared for the mission that he is about to accomplish by his death and his resurrection. These three types of friendships on display in our gospel today, the godly, the earthly, the eternal friendships, I think maybe speak to us during this Lenten season, that maybe we want to be a better friend of God, and if we want to be that friend of God, well, we know that friends spend time with each other, friends talk with each other, and even in the end of our gospel today, friends make secrets with each other or share secrets in the sense of Jesus saying, do not tell this vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. So that it's a personal thing they're supposed to keep. They have this, for us then, this godly friendship. Well, that's our prayer. That's us spending time with God as we are right now here at Mass. It's us sharing with God everything we have in our life, consulting the Lord, seeking his counsel and his advice, just as we would from a good friend. Maybe it's an invitation this Lenten season to be a better friend to others, that especially that we want to be virtuous friends, wanting to help each other to be the saint God calls us to be, to help each other to the kingdom of heaven. And then maybe we also want to have a heavenly friendship as well, that we choose a saint, that we befriend, that we ask that saint to pray for us, that we become inspired by their life. I think the gospel of the transfiguration is a gospel of friendship for Jesus, friendship with God, with others, the apostles, and with those who have even gone before him in that pilgrimage of faith. And just as it's about friendship for him, well, it can challenge us to be a better friend to those in our life so that we might become a friend of God.